What's good? What's good? Yeah, it's it's in the bag order. Look at Jasmine being unprepared for the shoot. My bad. <laughs> nah, it's all good. You know me, my my glam team. <laughs> we was we was getting ready for the episode. Man, I need to start finding a. Uh, uh, you need more mouthpieces. I can help you get more mouthpieces. Yeah, uh, I think it's like six dollars on Amazon. Cause I saw that was the last one. Great. All right. What's good? What's up with it? It's this this week has been crazy. It's the bloopers. Crazy. Okay, go. This week has been wild. Wild. The the just the last three days in general have been off the chain. Like. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on in Fayetteville or in the country in general. Right. How you feeling? Right now, it's everything is really all over the place and up in the air with um, all of these. I want to say more so racial uh, situations, but more so like a lot of injustice situations that we mm-hmm. are now facing. And more importantly, this week, the George Floyd situation is very touching. Mm-hmm. It shocks a lot of people, not only in America, but really around the world. There was other countries that were protesting, such as Puerto Rico, um, London, really? and even Iran. I did not know that. Now, you know something going on if Iran is protesting a black man. Fact. Matter of fact, you want to take a moment of silence just for all the people who have died of yeah. social injustice? Ahead. Yeah, let's get it. That's crazy. But my fam- my heart goes out to his family, yes. and I really just hope his soul, hope his soul rests in peace. You want to get the fun fact about uh, George Floyd and how he's connected to us? Of course. So George Floyd is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's where we are. And mm-hmm. we actually go to school at Fayetteville State where his stepmother works. And I think that's pretty cool uh, because I didn't know that like his mother or his stepmother worked on our campus. So I feel like I'm more connected to the situation knowing mm-hmm. this because... He's a Bronco at heart. He's a Bronco. So I feel more connected to the situation and I feel like there's more to be done to bring justice about this situation, you know, knowing this information. You want me to give a recap of the last three days? Of course. All right. So uh, as you guys know, we recently just got off of uh, house arrest. I mean, (laughs) 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 lockdown from COVID-19. Businesses started opening up. People are starting to go back outside restaurants or allowing people to sit in and eat their food. But the fact that we got to get out the house, we took it as a way to finally be able to protest and show that we feel like what happened was wrong. Like It's tough to do it from the house. You can only get on social media. There's only so much you can do, but we got out and we came together. Not just black people, but it was a lot of different races outside. I went out there and protested a little bit. Um, 
I didn't stay out there long because I had to finish my other podcast I was working on, but I had to show my support. Um, so this is this is how my last three days went. Right. So I'm at work, and uh, this is what the thirtieth. Tomorrow's the first. Tomorrow's the first. Okay, so, yeah, it's 30th. So, it's been the last two days. Um, I'm at work at Foot Locker, and we opened up at 11. By about 12.30, we had to close because they were worried about riots, looting, and they didn't want us in danger, and they tried to protect the store. Right. Cool. Um, We got off from work early, shut the store down, and um, next thing you know, there's news that J. Cole is in town with Dennis Smith Jr., <laughs> my favorite rapper. That was crazy. I swear, trying to trying to meet this guy is like pulling teeth, yo. Exactly. You never know when he's in town until he like he about to leave or something. Yeah. Like, he'll post like maybe he don't even post really, but somebody will catch him like on his last day in town or something like that. Like it's always Hey man, what if J. Cole come to this event? Man, he ain't coming to this. Then about two or three hours later, you see a picture of J. Cole at the event. Like, exactly. bro. <laughs> I said to myself, as I've been in the city for four years now, J. Cole has been here plenty of times since I've been here. I've mm. never ran into him. I'm like, where does he stay at when he come? Like, he's just so low-key all the time. Well, you know he lives in Raleigh, so that's like maybe 45 to an hour away. Not that long. This man been living in Raleigh the whole time? Yeah, he stays in Raleigh. Like, the man, like, that's where he stayed. Like, when he leave Fayetteville, mm-hmm. he go to... That's where his home is. That's uh, how low-key he is, because I... Have you seen the surveillance video for Neighbors, that song? Like, the video for it? Uh-oh. Where the cops thought he was selling Oh, drugs. yeah, 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 yeah. That's in Raleigh. That's His house is wow. in Raleigh, yeah. But, yeah, J. Cole and Dennis Smith Jr. were downtown marching and protesting peacefully. Uh, I think right after they left, it turned up in the city. It got real. Uh, if you know anything about Fayetteville, I'll put a picture of the market house somewhere up in here. Uh, hold on, move your head so we can put the <laughs> <laughs> put the market right house here. right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have a market house that is basically the symbol of Fayetteville. I don't like it. Never did like it, especially after I learned the history of it. Uh, the market house is where they used to sell slaves and let them tell it. You know who them is. Let them tell it that that's where they sold goods, fruits, vegetables, and niggas. They selling goods, all right. There's a sign at the record store downtown, mm-hmm. uh, right outside the uh, market house. Yeah. Uh, it says, it's an old sign that used to be in favor. It said, a small amount of slaves were sold there. Niggas. Selling slaves is selling slaves. That could have been my great, great, great grandmother. Like, that's crazy. A small amount of slate was sold there. So, me, like, me being, I I'm not going to say naive, but mm-hmm. I always thought, like, every, it's a known fact everybody knew. Slave, okay. Slaves were sold here. Right. But I think this is the first time anybody said, fuck that shit. We, we about to take this motherfucker down. Excuse my language, but I feel real passionate about this. But people begin to riot out there not even riot because i went out there and it was it was really calm Mm -hmm. it was just the market house was on fire right now uh it didn't go all the way down yeah the windows broken out uh people climbing up there it was like it was the energy out there was just so it was passionate very 
Because you saw all kind of races out there. Right. You saw people coming together, people supporting the black community, supporting all the people who have died from the cops racially profiling and and doing this and that. It's like this is amazing. Like yeah. it felt good to be there. And then uh it got late. People started leaving and it got turned. Oh. Where they went wrong Ooh. is when they start playing music. They Boy. went wrong is when they start playing music. <laughs> Black <laughs> people love a good tune. <laughs> we get hyped to a good tune, man. Uh but I do give Fayetteville props because yeah. we wasn't like Chicago. Now Chicago, yeah. they was out there playing Nuck If You Buck. They oh, was dragging man. cops like Chicago, they was on something else. Like, bro bro stole, stole a horse, didn't he? Yeah, like <laughs> Chicago was on something else, but I feel like it was very passionate yesterday. Oh, I feel yeah. like um, because a lot of races came together, mm -hmm. I feel that the message is getting out there. I feel like every time there is a protest, mm -hmm. even though we may not see it firsthand, I feel like the message is becoming more and more significant because each yeah. time we protest, there's more and more people of different races showing up to these protests. Oh, yeah. So uh, yesterday really showed me that our voices are being heard, but it's not really being heard to a point where it's showing like the change that, that needs to be uh, done like ASAP. They keep playing with us. They're gonna see some shit. Right. Uh, just last night, uh, after the market house, uh, people went to the mall. Yeah. Mind you, the mall closed down early, just like my Foot Locker did. I don't work in the Foot Locker mall. I work at the other one. If you if you in Fayetteville, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I don't work in the mall Foot Locker. I work at the other one. Uh, they shut down early and. Late last night, people went to the mall and they they ran a ran up a check in JC Penney's, man. They really? yeah, they they took everything. And then nobody get me nothing. You want something? Nothing. Then nobody give me nothing. Of course, I ain't gonna <laughs> turn down that free. I'm not gonna go steal it myself because I'm not trying to get caught up in the crowd. I don't know what police could have been doing that night shooting and all that. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you about to go in, of course I want some. I'm not about to turn down anything free. Uh, from there, they went to Walmart on Skybo Road. Not Skibo, but Skybo. Uh -oh. If you're from Fayetteville, you know Skybo. Uh, they, you think they ran up a check in JCPenney? Every flat screen TV in Walmart was gone. Jewelry, too. I feel so sorry for like the distributors and manufacturers uh, for Walmart because mm. they're about to be working. They about to be put in hours so that these Walmarts can get restocked. Yeah, and every Walmart in Fayetteville right now is shut down until further notice. Uh, my job is shut down until further notice, and right. I think a lot of other businesses were shut down. So, like, with these businesses being shut down to further notice, does that mean people can go back to unemployment? Yeah, but I don't think they're going to be shut down that yeah. long, but it's, it's going to hurt your check. It's gonna hurt you. This too. one we gotta go and refund. I, I also <laughs> believe that um, they're going to go back out tonight. As of this recording, I think they're gonna go back out tonight and finish what they started. You know? I did hear that they are supposed to be hitting up some neighborhoods and all of that uh, interesting stuff. I hope everybody's safe, man. I really hope everybody is safe. What what I can't 
agree with. And I'm saying this as a black person. I do not agree with going to the neighborhoods because at that point, it's kids in these homes yeah. and, and stuff like that. Now, kids themselves, like younger kids, they are not natural-born racist. They're taught racism. So kids are innocent, and I feel like kids should be off-limits, and they should not be put in any harm. So that's the only thing I can't agree with. Um, if you're trying to go to stores and stuff like that, I mean, have at it. Keep me in mind. I wear a small and tops and small bottoms, and I'm a size eight in shoes. But as far as like hitting up these neighborhoods, I feel like that's going too far. And for us to know how that feels, for our neighborhoods to be taken over, and for mm -hmm. these younger children to be exposed to the type of stuff that we are exposed to as black people, they should understand that now they're crossing the line. Man, look, I feel like. Do you think that them rioting and doing all this is a good thing? I understand the point because I am a black person. So I do understand, like, we're tired of having our people taken from us for stupid reasons. Mm -hmm. We're basically, we're really tired because our ancestors and, you know, our grandparents, they, they lived through trials and tribulations so that we can have a better life and live freely and have these opportunities. But I feel like when you start to get more into the riot side, I feel like it just gives, you know, that the stereotypes that we have, it just kind of proves the point what white people stereotypes us as, like thieves and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you feel like rioting is really going to get your point across and you're passionate about it, that's fine. But if you're just out here at these stores and you steal them because you got the opportunity to go get something for free, that's different. And I feel like those are, those are like very different. You know what I'm saying? Me? I'm tired of protesting. I'm tired of signing petitions. Right. I'm tired of being nonviolent or, or not even nonviolent. I'm tired of just laying back and taking the, the calm route for everything. I feel like, uh, I was thinking about this on my way over here. I was like, when, White people were tired of being in the house for COVID-19. They went to these government buildings, mm -hmm. strapped up, yep. ready for war, to get haircuts, to go to gyms. Mm -hmm. And nothing happened to them. They walk up to the police yelling in their face, threatening them. Right. Nothing happened to them. We can't even go jogging. Exactly. Without getting profiled and killed by somebody that isn't even a cop. Right. Like, like this... Like, Trayvon Martin couldn't even walk to his dad's house from the store. Mm -mm. Like, this, this is getting ridiculous. Like, I guess nothing but action is going to show these motherfuckers that we're not, we not playing with y'all, man. I, I, I really don't wish harm on anybody. Yeah. But it's getting to the, part, the point where they don't give a fuck about us. I mean, if you... At a certain point, some harm is going to have to be expressed. I don't necessarily agree on children, which is yeah. why I'm not for them hitting up these neighborhoods. Yeah. But just like how, you know, just how like they they had, you know, uh, back in the day, they were having dogs, you know, bite black people and, you know, chasing them in the streets and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Stripping black people, beating them in the streets and all that stuff. That's harm. And they were trying to get their point across that they have power. So, we're going to have to do some harm so we can get our point across. You see what I'm saying? 
I guess violence against the businesses and these monuments showing like the fact that the market house is the symbol for Fayetteville, North Carolina. It's sad. Like a place where they sold slaves. I don't care if one slave was sold there. It does not need to be the face of our community. Like, Especially because Fayetteville is considered like the all-American city. Like, Fayetteville kind of... It's predominantly black. Yeah. And Fayetteville presents itself like it's this all-inclusive, diverse city. And it's really not because... And you can tell, like, certain stores you go into, you can tell it's not all-inclusive and all-diverse. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not really against people going to riot and express how they feel because, I mean, our people did it back in the day. They threw bricks in windows and you see what I'm saying? But I feel like they do have to be smart because where we're taking the logic out of it is when we start robbing these black-owned businesses and you don't care that you're robbing a black-owned business and now you're you're just hurting our community at that point. Yeah. Um, I just... I would feel like I want to do more. Yeah. But I don't know what to do at this point. Like, what is the next step for us after all the rioting, looting, and all that stuff? Like, what is the next step? Me, honestly, I feel like we really just gotta, we really just gotta keep doing what we're doing. Keep protesting. Keep marching. If you need a riot, do that. And I feel like we also, above all, need to become educated. Educated, we need more black government officials to, so that way, eventually, we can take over the system as black people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We need more black people getting out there to run for president. You don't need a college degree to run for president. You just got to be an American citizen, and you got to be above the age of 34. I feel, and you know the worst part about this situation? Mm-hmm. The cop. Did they arrest all the cops in that situation with George? Um, or just the one? It was that the Asian one. I don't think got arrested. Okay. Um, I know for sure that that main man, the head honcho, yeah, he he done for. But I don't know if the they other charged one. him with third degree murder. That's that's basically saying, oh, it was an accident. That was an accidental murder. Right. But you want to know something that really doesn't sit well with me about the situation? Yeah. Is that nothing was done from the jump. You know, those, the medics, they mm-hmm. got fired right then. They got fired really? right then. The news crew that was out there that sat back and didn't do anything, CNN fired them right then. Those police officers didn't get fired or dealt with until the story became viral. A few days later, that's when that's they crazy. lost their job. But... You look at other companies like you got the medics who they lost their job. They sat back and they watched it happen. They lost their jobs right then. The CNN news crew team that was out there, they lost their jobs right then. Why the police officers, the people who were actually committing the crime, why they did not get fired or dealt with like right then? So did the store call the police on them? Honestly, I have no idea. Like, because... I don't really know that the beginning portion of that story. I just know um, that what happened um, as far as like the officer kneeling down on his neck. Mm-hmm. And I do know that him and the officer, they worked, both worked security at the, at the nightclub yeah, together. I heard that. That's crazy to me. I feel like that's really crazy. And it really shows you you cannot trust people. Like, there's some people you just can't trust no matter how they present themselves to be kind and polite and nice like some people you just 
cannot trust. And that's why coworkers really should just be coworkers. And the crazy part is there was a uh I don't know if he's the mayor in Mississippi, mm-hmm. of city in Mississippi, or a government official like higher. Mm-hmm. But he was like, uh, if he could, if George could say, uh, I can't breathe, then he could breathe. Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga, get your fat ass on the ground. Let us put our exactly. knee in your neck and see how long you live, bro. And the autopsy report, I feel, is so fake. Did you read the autopsy report? How he had underlying diseases. I'm like, so if this man really had you know like uh artery diseases and stuff like that and he been living fine yeah. before this so how coincidentally does he die from his disease when he's getting milk on you see what i'm saying right. it's such a fake autopsy report and that's not the first time police officers have done this or the government in general has released um something fake they did yeah. that with my soror sandra bland and yes did that uh release her mugshot made it seem like she was alive clearly that woman was not alive that's crazy uh and it's not even with just george uh floyd uh all the people who have died recently or in the past like i I was thinking about the people that didn't have their situation recorded for everybody to see right like it's 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 getting out of hand Especially um, the lady. I think her name was Brianna, and the cops said they broke. Uh, they came into the wrong house. They did mm-hmm. a no-knock raid mm-hmm. and shot her, but they had the wrong house or whatever. It's like what gets me is that like after it's all said and done, it's like oh I didn't know. Oh I had the wrong house. Oh I didn't think this would happen. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it really don't make sense to me. It it just don't. I'm confused at the logic of cops. And that I'm not going to sit right here and just push all the blame on specifically white people because there are some cricket cops, cricket cops who are black. Yeah. But I feel like white people kind of use that white privilege and mm-hmm. the fact that they are cops and they kind of to get the upper hand. Of course. I'm going to move the table a little song. Y'all wanted to sit back. Uh, other than them fucking up, uh, did you see the video of the guy in Fayetteville that set himself on fire trying to burn down the yes. the market house? Yes. I'll put I'll put that <laughs> right here. Move that. Uh, uh, put right here. Yeah. <laughs> that that I prayers to that man, but bro, you never ever do that ever again in your life like bro that was not a good idea no honestly like i feel bad that i'm laughing but i keep just uh thinking in my head of the video after he realized he was on fire he ran out so fast and tried to roll on the ground they stomped that man out oh goodness i mean it was a good stomp out but (laughs) that's crazy i hate that that happened to him but i wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be running into no fire Uh, oh if it's on fire it's on fire uh, what else is happening? In regards to uh, the riots and protests? Anything. Well, we do have our small businesses <laughs> um, here in the area. And I feel like our uh, black, small black-owned businesses really need us right now. So my Thank small you. business spotlight is going to be shined on household six catering. 
Shout out to Stacy, aka the Granola Lady. Um, you got her Instagram? Yes, I do. All right, then. Put it right here. Right there. Right there? Yep. And her Facebook page is logo right here. All right. And a nice picture of her logo right here. <laughs> but she makes the best granola. She has a healthy granola in all different flavors. And even if you're vegan, she has vegan granola. Uh, she has like banana nut granola, peach granola, all of it. It's so amazing. In addition to granola, she's a great cook. She's a great baker. She does it all in the kitchen. So if you really need something like catering wise, if you need a birthday cake, an anniversary wedding cake, you want some brownies, or you just simply need some comfort food, you definitely got to get up. How about some podcast cake. cupcakes? How about that? Definitely. Bring that on the show. Right, right. We got to have her as a guest. Can she make cheesecake? I love yes. cheesecake. Strawberry Stacey cheesecake. Makes everything. Mm. Stacey makes She's a goddess in the kitchen. It's like heaven sent. Man, I need that cheesecake and cupcake. <laughs> Gracias. Yes. Shout out to Stacey. Uh, my small business, what's it called? Small business spotlight. Small business spotlight is mind your own damn business. Um, <laughs> all y'all Karens out there, leave us the fuck alone. And the Johns. <laughs> all the Johns, the Definitely Karens. Definitely the Johns. The fucking assholes. Yeah. Can't stand y'all. Y'all get on my nerves. And the little Timmies. Like, bro. Those are the, uh, young adults. <laughs> <laughs> the young adults. <laughs> My dad will... I'm calling my dad. Ah! <coughs> Got on khaki pants and Sperry's right goddamn now, nigga. Fuck you. Oh, gosh. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all walk around in NBA jerseys and... Right. But... Uh, just... Leave us alone, bro. Just, but... What else? If I... If there is no change from this... If there is no change from this, I really do not want to see any Caucasians wearing any cornrows. Mm. Like, I don't want to see any Caucasians wearing Jordans. Mm. Like, I'm so serious. Like, if there's no change, like, don't don't try to bite off our culture and y'all not going to respect who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Stop appropriating. Exactly. You don't see us putting raisins in our food. Right, and I definitely season my chicken. Only thing I like with raisins in it is oatmeal cookies. Don't even eat raisins. That's the only thing that's good with raisins in it. So, I was actually sprinkle of Jesus. Sprinkle of Jesus be shady sometimes. What is that? Sprinkle of Jesus is like this app, and it gives you some like motivation tips to kind of help you get through your day. Wow, I'm at like I don't go to church. I thought that was like a nickname for somebody. Like, oh no, no. <laughs> sprinkle Jesus. Mm-mm. Just a sprinkle of Jesus. Yeah, it's okay. called a sprinkle of Jesus. So, like, every day that. they'll send you, like, a little motivational type quote thing. Sometimes it'll be scriptures from the Bible, but other times it's really just, like, something motivational to, like, kind of get you through your day. But, um. Ooh, breaking news. Ooh. Just came to my phone. J.R. Smith kicks, punches, vandal. The 14-year NBA veteran is seen in a video posted by TMZ. Fuck TMZ. Right. Hitting a man who allegedly damaged his truck during the L.A. protest. Mm. Hope he was white. Me too. I hope J.R. was off that henny like he usually is. and Fuck that nigga up. <laughs> I hope you've been drinking just a little bit of white with that henny too. <laughs> We need no shirt JR out there. <laughs> like, that man is on another level. But, 
Oh, I'm gonna try to find that video too. Put it right here. You wanna know something that what? I thought in my head that I didn't think before when we was planning our show out? What? Um, what are you watching? As far as like anything? Yeah. Uh, I watch a lot of. I rewatch a lot of my favorite shows. Same. Like, I'm such like uh, what they call re 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 reruns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm such a sucker for reruns. That's your new nickname, rerun. Rerun, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have started Community, only because I like Donald Glover. Okay. It's it's okay. It's not it's not on the Office level. Mm hmm. I watched The Office, The Last Airbender, um, oh. The Walking Dead, which is all on Netflix. So Netflix, <laughs> they y'all up there for me, man. Yeah, they've been up there since quarantine kind of started. It started with Tiger King. Definitely. Free the OG exotic. Carol Baskins. Fuck that bitch. Carol Dor. Killed her husband. Blacked him. <laughs> Have you ever heard that song? Yes, Carol, Carol Baskins. <laughs> I feel so like I blame her for everything. Yeah. She started all this. She she pissed me. She's off. probably the person playing the Jumanji game for twenty twenty right now. I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> She's like just sitting on her couch, like just. Hmm. That's how she get all her tigers playing Jumanji. Right. Some things I'm watching on Netflix right now. I just finished Too Hot to Handle earlier this week. Y'all should What's definitely that check that out. Too Hot to Handle is uh, it's reality TV. But mm -hmm. so basically there are 12 people, six girls, six guys that are on an island. Like it's a retreat. Mm -hmm. So the retreat is like they're there so that they can better themselves and grow as individuals. Mm -hmm. Now they do choose people who are very sex crazed and all this stuff. Because people who really need to work on themselves, basically. And at the end of the retreat, you uh, win $48,000, but they have to split between them. Sounds like a lot. Right. But the thing is, is you cannot have sex. You cannot kiss. You can't do any, like, self-touching to please yourself so there's no masturbation. Like, none of that. You strictly have to focus on self-growth. Hmm. And every time you kiss, that's three thousand dollars that's taken away from the money. And every time you have sex, that is twelve thousand taken. Hmm. You definitely gotta check it out. It's it's funny. Y'all better stay the fuck away from me if I'm trying to get that money. I said I couldn't be on that island. They was drinking and stuff too. I said I can't be on that island. Oh, if you drinking, that's t and I'm pretty sure the show pretty much like entices. Than to do stuff it like, like yeah. they have the girls out there bathing suits and stuff like that. They stay right there oceanfront, so they're right there at the beach. Mm. So and they all sleep in the same room, and it's only six beds. Everybody has to sleep. Can they cuddle? No, you have to just sleep mm. in the bed. Yeah, cuddling just leads to. <laughs> but you gotta see, there was this one episode where this couple, Francesca and Harry, they just could not handle it, and Francesca ended up giving them, giving Harry oral while everybody else was asleep, and they was in the bed, and <laughs> like it deducted money from the fund. So from everybody, money. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, get, you gotta catch yeah. the fade. Definitely. Three thousand dollars worth of fade. But before you go on, mm -hmm. you wanna go to break? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.